fucking roll. Oh my god. It's um Sunday before Halloween and I'm recovering. That's not true. I didn't do anything last night. But I'm having some spring water. And uh, today, it's just me. There's no Roger. So uh, we have a very special guest over here to my right. Uh, Return guest. It's been a minute since you were last on. I think Mm -hmm. the last time you were on was like in over Zoom and shit, right, probably? Yeah, 2020. Well. It's been a while. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up. For Nicholas Whip. I like that. Uh but before we jump into anything, you know what time it is. Aliens on the border. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found. Faster than light, spaceship of the future. Our direction of the President of the United States. Stay in your home. Is it human or inhuman? Born in that swirling inferno of radioactive dust, there is no word to describe them. We may be witnesses to a biblical prophecy come true. Why is it that we usually ignore the fourth dimension? Is this the human race of the future? Aliens on the border. How's your Sunday been going, bro? It's been good, man. I slept a lot. I always sleep really good uh, when I'm in my old bed, and... Shit, I woke up like at eleven thirty. Damn. That's, yeah. So it was, it was awesome, and it wasn't too late, so I was able to like wash my ass and stuff. And nice, wash the time. ass, wash the pits. Yeah, you got to scrub the balls just a little bit. Just know? a little bit. Yeah. Give them uh, the old one two, dude. Mm-hmm. We're coming off of just like uh, the Halloween fiends festival performance mm-hmm. show. I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, it was pretty fucking dope. I'm glad I was able to make it out, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, great performance. Thank albeit, you. you know, b- besides the technical difficulties, but yeah, yeah, I know. And uh, I tried to um, just kind of prevail despite all the all the weird stuff that was happening with this now. But yeah, I, I have not. Um, I honestly cannot even remember the last time that I performed live. Well, let me think. It's been at least a few months, and that's usually that's pretty long for me because I usually try to do a show. You know, as often as I can, but I've been working on a lot of music, so I rehearsed so much, and um, I've been looking up like breathing techniques and stuff, like trying to really uh, control like my my breath and stuff. So e- even with the sound difficulties, I was still very proud that I was able to like put those techniques to use and stuff. Cause fuck yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, the stuff that I've been recording in my head, I can always like rap way faster, or, like rap much more without having to breathe than I actually can, like, physically. So, <laughs> For sure. yeah, so, like, on the recording, like, you'll hear me do one verse can easily be, like, just, like, four takes put together just because those are the ones that sound the best. But, yeah, I spent, like, a good two weeks just fucking breathing. Yeah, I mean, like, you put your hand on your stomach. There's this guy on YouTube. Um, his name is, like, um, Tyrone Jordan. Okay. He's, he's, like, the rap dude you know what i mean so he's like breath control breath control and like there's all these techniques where like you put your hand on your diaphragm so you can like feel how much air you got left so there's a couple of videos where you see me i'm, I'm like that and do that shit works like diaphragmatic awesome. breathing yeah. bro it's fucking yeah, yeah. science it's i just want to be science. like i just want to be like the the scat man just <laughs> <laughs> fucking going hard on the on stage who knows yeah. you might just all of a sudden you know hit that kundalini while you're breathing mm-hmm. and shit just disappear <laughs> off stage bro that'd be sick that's just what ascend Hell yeah. Uh, I I feel like I'm on the verge of that pretty regularly. What have you been working on as of late, dude? Like, I'm sure a lot of people are curious out there. You've dropped, like, a lot of singles over the past year and a half or so already. Yeah. 
Um, Never was your last full length, right? Mm-hmm. How do you where? What's the vision going towards? What do you think? At at this point, um, what I'm focused on more than anything is just trying to. I n- I know that I do want to do a project soon. I'm just kind of waiting for that for that like aha moment to happen where I know what I want. Not even not necessarily the theme, but like where I where I kind of stumble upon that new sound that I know I can build on. But what I've been doing more than anything is um, with like the ice cold summer thing is I've been just having so many songs that I've been working on over the past year that don't necessarily fit together, but I I knew that I still wanted to put them out. So I've just been kind of going back into the vault. There, there's a couple of new ones like um like New Love and Downtown 956. Like those are songs that I just made like on on respective nights and I was like, "Damn, these are dope." And and it had been a while since I could just get one thing done in in a whole night. But yeah, w- what Ice Cold Summer consists of more than anything is I really do abandon songs like as 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 bad as it sounds is that um I come up with something new and I'm like fuck yes like this this is what this is what it's all about like this is what I'm trying to do is just kind of find something that I know just sounds new and that I want to fucking uh, really finish it but if I don't finish it in like that night or if I don't finish it by the next day I'm like a I I f- I'm fiending for the for the for the feeling of finding like a like a melody or something. I'm like fuck. All right, let's build on this. But that that's not always super constructive because what it normally ends up as is just a bunch of like half finished songs or like just a verse that I never you know uh, really finished out. So yeah, th- this was just me trying to be a little bit more disciplined, um, prove to myself um, that I that I could go back and find something that I. Knew I really wanted to finish previously, but didn't. And it was cool to do that because, you know, you got to, it's like strength training in a way. Because For sure, just put it in the repetitions. Absolutely, because you don't, um, and I guess it, it it depends. Like, I'm trying to fucking find out more about who I want to be as an artist and what I do want to be more than anything is consistent and, like, professional. Because there, there's a couple of times where I got invited to go do, um, like sessions with people, like writing sessions um, in Austin with a couple artists that I really respect, and I wasn't super proud of the input that I w- that I was able to to put out because, like, oh, I need to be inspired. Like, I'm not feeling the vibe or whatever. But no, like, fuck that. Like, what if you need to? What if somebody's like offering you some money to, to you know to to help do a writing camp or whatever? Like, that's that's not always an excuse. So you, you don't gotta be able to like tap in ab- exactly. Yeah, like regardless and. um yeah, I, I'm I'm really happy. Um, I'm I'm not all the way there yet, but you know, I'm, I feel good about the progress that I've made, and um, I'm very confident that, like that, that's the type of artist I want to be moving forward. Is just like, hey, like this, it's a muscle. You know, you can just get it stronger. One of the things that I always found interesting that, um, I know we've touched on like a couple of other times previously when you were on before was kind of like how, the, the songwriting and like being able to complete a song from beginning to end like i still feel that that transferred over heavily from like somewhere in between in yeah. a sense and being an artist that you, again like if you guys don't know produce your own beats right do your own recording write your own verses uh pretty much doing everything all together like hot do you ever feel the need to kind of just like step away from one or other of those facets and focus on just like let me just focus on the rap part of it or like or the writing process or you know what let me just 
sit back into the producer chair and like work on that end. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and I think that's something that I try to um, tap into a little more this summer because what, what hasn't necessarily changed is that my usual process, and I think it's tried and true, is like I'll make a cool beat or I'll, I'll hear like a cool line in my head or whatever. So at, at some point, if I'm working on something for just me, it's going to consist of like me writing the lyrics and me making the beat. Um, unless, you know, somebody asks me to like feature on a song or something like that. But yeah, wh- what I, what I've definitely tried to do is um, I, I have a couple of beat packs that I fucking had to like pinch myself and be like, Hey, you're not going to use these. Like you're going to shop these around and, you know, see who wants them. And also with, uh, th- there's an artist called uh, Jay soldier from Austin. And uh, he's, uh, he's really up there in Austin right now. I would say if there's anybody that, um, is kind of really doing things. It's him, and uh, he just played ACL, like as oh, an official artist. Yeah, and he's a great guy. Uh, he he invited me to um, a studio about, I want to say a month or two uh, back, and he had a really cool song. Uh, it's called City on Fire. And what was fun about that was that he already had the beat made. He has this really good producer who, like, just produces. So, you, And I think that you can hear the difference a lot of times because me, of course, I make my own beats, but it's not maybe because I don't focus on one more than the other necessarily is that I always try to write it as just like a song, you know, rather than, Hey, let me just work on this beat. Let me just work on this lyrics. Like it's a song. So maybe there's a lot of, there could be a lot of space there that, that could be filled, but now, I mean, I just have a different approach, but, um, all I had to do was worry about, you know, uh, writing the best verse that I could. Um, I spent a few hours uh, with them at, um, at this place called streetlight, uh, ATX, really nice studio. And, um, that that's an that's a treat, you know, because what what was cool, like what, what was taken out of the equation where I couldn't psych myself out was that, uh, what if I don't like the beat? What if I don't like this? Like the guy he works with is fucking dope. Um, I don't know his name, but he's he's produced for Jay Soldier for a long time, so I, I you can hear his shit when you you know when you can recognize it when you hear it. So, um, that is something that I was really proud of. Um, I'll, I'll actually um, I'll send it to you because we have a draft, but he's gonna put it on a new project so you can check it out. But I, 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 yeah, I, I like you. I like the verse that I came up with a lot. It, it was um, for some reason it was just like a lot of like game references. So like I don't know, I talk about like Los Santos and <laughs> like Grand Theft Auto and shit. So um, yeah, it's it's definitely dope. And and I think that does just go back uh, to me trying to leave my comfort zone a lot. I just want to fucking be able to you know, contribute to, for people to be able to approach me and be like, Hey, if I bring something to Nick, I don't got to worry about it. Fucking rappers are so flaky. And me too. Like I, I I say that because I am that is that, Oh, let's link. Let's fucking collab. Let's do this, that nobody does shit. And it's a shame, you know, it is. And on that note, like being at the show on Friday and seeing like raw and then you, and then fucking verm. And then, Franco at the end, I was just like, fuck. Like, I, I hadn't been to a show in a fat fucking minute. Like, I, I hadn't been able to go any of the last times that you fucking came down and the stars fucking aligned. Thankfully, I had some gear on me, so we got some good footage and everything. Yeah. So, um, dude, it was just badass. And all I was imagining was just like, and I even spoke about it there in like a, my drunken stupor or whatever the yeah. fuck, but I really want to fucking mm-hmm. make that shit happen. Te voy a decir una cosa. Tira. <laughs> but but i really want to like work to um and i'm fucking putting it out there right now and i spoke to each individual artist and i'm like let's 
do like a real cipher of just like the new shit yeah. that is out, but like some legit shit, right? Like everyone fucking give me 16, give me 32 or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make that shit happen. So we can do it here. Shit. We can, we can, you know, and the, the fuck up thing that I never even think about is that like, um, I have access to all the fucking people to make sure I can like coordinate this shit together. And I never even think about it. And then just being at that show, I was like, dude, like the, quality of music that is coming out is just insane yeah man like, holy shit it's beautiful isn't it it was fucking amazing oh, i love that yeah and um it, it is something like that that um could really change the the view of laredo because it's it's always been my opinion that there's no there's never been a shortage of talent here it's just a, Facts. it's just it's not like it's not it hasn't always been built for us to flourish like that but that doesn't mean that uh, people like, like fucking Lex, like dude, like Rada Boy, oh like fucking, fucking Lex, like Vermin, dude. dude. It it it's strange. Like they just seemingly come out of the woodwork, like out of nowhere. Like where the fuck was this? Yeah, about but it, but it, it the conditions I think for a long time have built that. Like people who realize that the that the the structure isn't necessarily built for us to succeed, but we we make our own way. So yeah, I'm gonna lock myself in my room, or I'm gonna fucking find a studio. I'm gonna find somebody in my neighborhood who you know, who kind of has a similar interest and, and it, it does produce a, a very beautiful product to where you look around now and there's a dope, right? Like it's with hip hop specifically, I would say is like super, super cool mix of different sounds and influences and it's being done very tastefully. I really fucking liked, uh, I, ha- I hadn't seen raw perform ever. So this is the first time I saw him perform and how he had like the band with him and everything was, was fucking dope, dude. Yeah. That was like right up my alley of like shit that I would just be jamming in the fucking mm-hmm. first place. And damn, dude, I, I was, it's funny because th- there's a story behind like one of the earlier episodes of the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I f- he was on there, right? And it was hilarious because we had, j- I think we had just uh, hung out with um, LTAO, mm. which I <laughs> a lot of the feedback on that episode was like, dude, it was kind of like blah whatever i was like well, <laughs> it was loud no 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 like it was like eh. oh like, i see he, he's a great rapper he yeah, is he's yeah. a good artist man yeah. you know shout out to shout out to him mm-hmm. and um uh, that like so we premiered it or that was actually back when we were still streaming it so this guy was like watching right raw and post show he like dm the page and he was like yo have me on i'll be the best fucking guest <laughs> <laughs> nice. but he was yeah. he was like drunk and shit so yeah. it was funny and i was like all right let's fucking do it and we had a great episode and like you know we've kept a good relationship since then so like just seeing him yesterday uh finally get to do his thing with like the band and stuff and it was just fucking powerful dude yeah, like, yeah, fuck man. with it heavy man yeah. it was great it was great but very dedicated and uh we, we actually have a, a song together that Another thing that like, I think I need to improve on is that we, we have a song together. I sent him a really, you know, what's so crazy, dude. Um, I sent him like a few songs because he had come up to Austin um, for this event. I, d- I don't know if you ever heard of, um, well, Mil- Milkman. Mm, um, he like that sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, like, he, I know I've heard he's about from it. he's from Laredo, but he he moved a long time ago to like Monterrey or Mexico City, and his brother Kike was a little bit closer to. Um, to my grade um, at United, so, dude, Mil- Milkman is huge. Like he, um, I don't know if he still is, but he had a deal with Universal Latino for a while. Oh Just shit! Just some really cool Latin trap stuff. But what what he's doing now more these days is that he's a very talented artist. So, um, he he designed the 
the the first uh, Jordan one uh, J Balvin like oh a drop. Damn. It's like super beautiful. It's beautiful, like fucking neon, like pastel type thing. And uh, he he did the art on it. So he does a lot a lot of art for J Balvin. If I'm not mistaken, he did the art for um, the Bad Bunny J Balvin album. The one that has La Canción on and all that El, stuff. El Oasis or something. Yeah, yeah, right? Oasis. Yeah. So Oasis. very very successful, talented artist. So they they have a they have an event that they take all all around, mostly in like the states and Mexico. It's called Recreo, and they did it in Austin. And, and I fucking fangirled out because Kike DM me. He's like, hey, you want to come? And they they do they do it at this cool like um it's almost like this weird like <laughs> like sex trafficking country club <laughs> in Austin <laughs> like what? I don't know how else to describe it's called the something house I'm I I don't know the I, sex I was, trafficking house yeah a little bit but it was very nice and I appreciate the invite and um but w- it's it was just this real like weird like you show up to this weird hotel looking place but it's not a hotel. It's like it's like in downtown, and like some white lady takes you up to the top, and it, it was really cool. Real like, like eyes wide shut, yeah, type shit or no like? shit, no <laughs> shit, and like That's a lot of like dope, old, older dudes with like very young women, and um, <laughs> but nonetheless, it was super cool, and like it was just them like DJing, like um, just kind of networking with artists and stuff like that, and Rod the boy was there because I, I think he's pretty, um, he's I think he's well, he's probably friends with Geek and Milkman and all of them, so. He was there. That was kind of the first time that we had gotten to uh, meet each other in person. Super fucking nice guy. So yeah, he's a great dude. Really cool guy. So um, he's like, send me some stuff. So I sent him this really cool, like, kind of like Afrobeat, like, reggaeton type track um, that I had been working on. Because that, that's what he told me he was kind of into. Because like, he's like, kind of like that Drake Afrobeat stuff. So I'm like, okay, cool. I sent him that. And I sent him the early draft of Soy La Neta. Oh, yeah. Shit. And... And I mean, so I, I sent him those, and he was like, "Oh, I really like this Afrobeat one." So, he, so then that just kind of went to the side because that that was just an idea at that point. You know what I mean? So, it sat for a while longer, and uh, we're gonna put the track out raw. Some some logistics got switched because I, I'm usually used to mixing my songs and having the final mix, but he does a lot of like layering and stuff on his um, vocals that he wants to have more control over. So, he told me to just kind of send him my stuff, and I was like. Mm. But I need to get over <laughs> myself and send it. So I'm gonna send it. And um so yeah, after and and so yeah, like fast forward to a couple months later, um, I follow Project Pat on Instagram and he's just like, Hey, I'm doing features, like this and that. And um I DM'd him and he was like, Okay, well like what's the song? Like I wanna hear it first. So I sent some the like the open of Soy La Neta and he's like, Yo, this is dope. This is like some like cool Spanish shit. I'm like, oh, so nice so he, he got the opening of soy la neta yeah and uh that that was something and, and another kind of it kind of just i think that was something that kind of helped me realize that just because it's old to me that dude that's such a stupid thought like it's such it's something that just gets in your way and uh i think if um in in an attempt to become a little bit more self-aware and to just not it's very dangerous, man. Like when you decide on your own way of thinking and like you let it affect the way you basically just assume things for other people, like without even giving them a chance. So like, ah, it's old. Like, yeah, this shit. like you, you got to hear my new shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. nah, fuck that. So, um, so yeah, by the time I had sent it to Project Pat, I think it was almost a year old. Like it was just, damn. So it just sat there. 
at like did you have besides the beat or anything did you have anything on it like just yeah yeah i i had like the the main the siempre ando chambiando oh, okay, okay and okay. i had the, the the chorus on there and that's it the rest was just like a uh just like an open beat but yeah i um i ended up sending it to project pat and he liked it and yeah he, he had that shit ready in like a day dude it was nuts i was like I cried when I got it back. Like it, it was so crazy because I I knew that when I um when I when I when he finally got back to me and he said, "Hey, I'd like send me the song." I didn't really know what song I was gonna send them, but I kind of just had this light bulb go off where I'm like, "Well, I have this Soy La Neta track." I I immediately took it as sort of like a big responsibility because I can't really think of another artist from Laredo who's ever had a chance to get a big uh, feature like that. So I didn't want to just. I I never want to forget where I where I come from. You know what I mean. I feel like the the reason that I was able to have any sort of uh, encouragement in the first place, or like you even just kind of feel like I I achieved success somewhere, was because of the support that I got in Laredo. Um, I, I think uh, I think it gets twisted sometimes that uh, people will be like, yeah, people, nobody supports out here, nobody supports. Like, it's not even necessarily like that, and and it's okay. It's okay if you need to work on your stuff a little bit more to make it a little bit more like universally likable, you know? Facts. It's not it's not it, it doesn't have to be anybody's fault that you're not getting the the response that you want, you know? And and I and at the same time, the like to, to take my head out of my ass with that in mind, like I feel very lucky because I understand what the perception has been for for a lot of people who have been trying to, you know, be musicians in here, uh, you know, coming out of Laredo and stuff like that. So one thing I I Never tried to forget with just how fortunate that I am um, to have people in Laredo st- still to this day. Um, Laredo, that's where I get all my most of my streaming numbers. You know, it's 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 all South Texas, like Laredo, San Antonio, McAllen, Arlington. Like that's that's where that's where my music is making money. You know, like for for streams and stuff like that. So yeah, as soon as I knew Project Pat was gonna get back to me, I was like, I can't just make this like some random song. I want it to be a little bit like. When it comes out, hey, this guy from Laredo got a pretty big feature, you know what I mean? So I'm like, ooh, like, the song was, like, mostly in Spanish. I told Pat, like, hey, do an English verse on it. Like, I think it'll be really cool, like a crossover track or whatever like that. And then when I got his verse back, I was like, damn, I, I need to follow him with, like, a badass English verse. Like, I don't care if the song comes out to be fucking six minutes. Like, I'm not going to, I'm going to get my fucking money's worth. A hundred percent. Yeah, so... It was just so surreal, man. I can't believe it because even um, the fact that it was a feature from Project Pat is crazy. Is all the difference because, dude, I I'm I'm not. This isn't bullshit. Like this isn't some weird like PR. Like who I grew up like, dude. I grew up listening to the Project Pat. I always loved Three Six Mafia. I always loved like Juicy J. But like, what kind of got me into it was like the early early shit, like with like uh, Lord Infamous and like the late '90s shit. But Project Pat's uh, uh, mixtape, um, uh, Everything's Working, Mr. Don't Play, that, I had it on CD, like, I shit. fucking, I ripped that shit to my iTunes, like, when I had my first computer, and I listened to that tape, like, it was just, I couldn't believe it, you know what I mean, so, like, the fact that it, that it was him, like, I just didn't take it lightly at all, and, um, it's just, it's so strange that it was Project Pat, somebody who I've always looked up to so much, and that, like, the, it was just so, like, uh, natural, the whole thing. Like, I knew exactly what to do when I got the verse back. The the the, 
the second part of the song that kind of goes into the 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 weird like prayer thing. Yeah. I I fucking when I was like twenty years old. I recorded the the misas from eighty eight point one FM. <laughs> okay, like I ran that shit through my interface through like a little boombox, and I always just had it saved in like a folder somewhere. And I, I remember That's I put it to my iCloud. Yeah, so I I was like, I want to use this somehow, and I was like, okay, this is perfect. So like, I finally got to use that clip I recorded like seven years ago, and um, oh yeah, I'm just so happy with how it came out. I can't believe it. And um, yeah, like it was. And then when I dropped it, like, that's when Ojo was right about to do South By. So there was just so many good things going on for me at that time. Like, within within a week, I fucking had, like, 60,000 streams on it or something that's like that. That's insane, I can't, dude. like, I cannot thank Project Pat enough, and I'm just so, it really has opened up my audience, like, so much more. And I'm, it's just crazy. Like, that's, and that's, uh, there's a word of advice I can give to anybody who's trying to, like, uh, rap and, like, really do it. Save your money, dude. Pay for features. Like, save your fuck. It's going to hurt. It's going to suck. I'm broke right now. You know what I mean? Like, but it's just like it's an a investment. huge investment. It's, it's a, a huge, huge investment. investment. You cannot go wrong. Like, features first. And if you can get promo from, like, a, re- a reputable source, pay for that. Pay for that. Yep. Don't buy. Don't be buying shoes all the time like me. <laughs> <laughs> dude, fuck, man. Like, if you don't know, Project Pat, like... I'm sure a lot of the audience that will be watching or listening to this shit, like, they'll know, but then there might be some that don't know. But yeah. it's like a fucking Southern rap, like, icon. Mm-hmm. Like, not even just localized, like, Southern rap, just rap in general, I think. Like, definitely influenced as part of, like, 3-6 Mafia on his own, like, just kind of the way that the sound changed in, like, the early 2000s and mid-2000s, and, like, they're yeah, on yeah. forward. Like, Jesus Christ, it's not, a, it's not to be taken lightly. Like, when I saw that you were going to do that shit, I was, I was like what the fuck like how mm-hmm. did you even like how did that even happen but yeah. it was so funny that you told this entire story because i was thinking in my mind i was like oh you know what? we should talk about project pack and then you just like yeah, jump right into it just kind of segued into it boom perfect yeah, and uh it was fucking crazy but yeah. just amazing dude like I, it's a really good track and and you know like i've i racked my brain for like trying to think of other artists that may have had like a feature like that just from laredo the only one that I knew, or rather, like, got to know recently, I had a Victor Sweet on, mm-hmm. and he talked about doing uh, a song with one of the uh, dudes that, like, runs with SPM a lot. Oh, cool. So, and I was like, oh, shit. So, like, we have, like, now there's, there was that, and then now there's fucking Project Pat is, like, also tied to Laredo now. Yeah. Yeah, beef up the resume. <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, and it's, and it's possible. Like, it, it really is. And I'm not going to. I don't, I'm not going to reveal, like, the exact figure, but you you would be surprised um, if you if you have a... Well, yeah, first off, you got to try to make it, make it as good as you can. You know what I mean? Think about the artists that you like. Think about what makes you love music. I don't think it's that far of a reach to be like, okay, how do I get to that point? You know what I mean? The what internet. I, yeah, the internet. The, so internet. the internet is amazing, and you just need to try... Just go for it. I didn't think he was going to fucking reply to me, but I, I fucking DM'd him like five times, and he was like, hey, what's up? And I was like, yo, that's crazy. Oh, hey, uh, this is Ivan. He, what's up, uh, er, Ivan's here. Uh, he's a comic here. Also my cousin. Uh, he'll Hell be yeah. behind the cameras today. Uh, let me just put a, a pause in it real quick. Yeah, go for it. Uh, uh, fuck, what were we saying right now before we... Uh, um, oh, yeah, just um, go for it and... Right. 
I think it just depends on what you want. What you know, what I've I've never wanted to do anything else, you know, other than make music and and succeed in it. And it's okay to like um, you you have to like you can be scared, but like don't don't let that you know uh, hold you back. Yeah, yeah, and it sucks. Like I I love not doing shit. Oh, that's my favorite thing to do, just to not. Just to, chilling. Yeah, or, or to cancel, to cancel something. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I'm sorry, I can't make it. Oh, I can't. Was your favorite words to say? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm, it fell through, my bad. But no, um, it is very rewarding. It is very rewarding to um, just kind of go, go for it and then see it come to fruition. It was like minimal energy. I just, I just had to get over myself. I had to get over my fear. And it fucking, it yielded such a a huge um what's the word like payback or profit or whatever you want so yeah it yeah. paid off badass mm-hmm. damn dude like what's what's been the biggest difference that you've noticed from before soy la neta to after soy la neta the just having having people who actually like listen to your stuff man and like it and like tell you hey this was dope or this was dope because it was years, like it was years, especially with like the algorithm and and this and that. Like it, it, it took a lot of um. Even before Solaneta, like it took a lot of research to just get a little bit of reception on stuff. Um, but the biggest thing after is that just having people like reach out and tell you they like it. Like there, dude. There's even people. There was a couple people like in Detroit, a couple of other people, like in South Carolina and shit, from Laredo somehow. You oh know what I mean? shit. And, like, they were, hey, they say, hey, I was listening to, like, I follow Project Pat or whatever, and, like, I, I get a notification on Spotify that says he has a new song. And I was like, damn, this is fucking dope. And then at the end, I hear that 956 Laredo, Texas, and that, that's Questlove on an episode of Jimmy Fallon, because he always says the, the number episode. Yeah. So, yeah, on, on the 956th episode, right before they bring Jimmy out, he just goes, 956 Laredo, Texas. And <laughs> I, re- I recorded that for my TV, and... um I was like, yeah, this is going to be dope to use on a song someday. So they're like, when I heard what that. better fucking way, dude. Right? Yeah. And, and um, they're, they're like, I couldn't believe it that you're from Laredo. Like, that's fucking crazy. So that that obviously would not have ever happened. And when when things like that happen, it, it does go back to just, like, the love that you can get from your hometown. Is just, like, when it, it is exciting. Like, even me. Like, I... If I see somebody from Laredo doing something dope, like even getting to share the stage with those artists the other night, it is so fucking cool, bro. It's so cool. Like to just see somebody from your backyard like doing some shit. Like and so yeah, just just having um kind of like a, a decent fan base that's gonna listen to your stuff. So like e- even the songs that I've dropped since then, like the whole Ice Cold Summer series. Like just the the numbers are up. I'm getting good engaged, and I'm making decent money from streaming now that I can put that's away. That's fucking dope, dude! Congratulations, man! Shit, and like that that's that's cool. Like that's just income that you can. All right, I'm gonna use this on another feature. I'm gonna use this on some promo. So that that that's kind of what I'm working toward now. Is I've I've reached out to a couple of people that I'm trying to work out um, some features with, and I'm hoping within a couple of months I'll, I'll have another track to drop with like a with a decently big name. It's gonna be fuck cool. yeah, dude! That's yeah. what's up. But let's talk about um, Ice Cold Summer just for a bit, because yeah. uh, one of my, I think my favorite track off of that is Downtown Nine Five Six, but the screwed version. Oh, thanks, man. What what compelled you to like just put out a screwed version of that, dude? The um, 
it's weird. The the original, the screwed version is kind of the original version. Oh, really? Yeah. So I tried to, I kind of recorded this song like without any sort of like droning on the vocals or anything like that. And it, I thought it sounded really cool, but it was kind of like a little bit sleepy to me, like not 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 super what, what I wanted because I really like the melody, I really like the lyrics as well, and I knew that um, I ended up just driving down here one weekend to I was like I know I want to do a cool video down there um, when the streets are like empty, so that, that's what I ended up doing. But yeah, um, I basically finished the song and it was pretty slow, but then. I was like, ah, why don't I speed it up? So like, I, I saved a, I saved like an MP3 of it. I sped it up, not too much. So like, my my voice is a little bit kind of a little bit higher pitched on it, but not to where you notice a huge difference. And I was like, yeah, this is kind of cool. I think it sounds a little bit like more wavy, if it's a, a little bit more sped up. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just drop two, you know, get um, hopefully double the streams. But it's it worked. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it so it worked, dude. It fucking hit. Yeah, I ended up going back to the original version. I pitched it down a little more, and um, yeah, dude, I love uh, I love chopped and screwed music. Like I, I listen to it Fuck so yeah. much. It's just nice to makes you feel high. It's it does, cool. right? Yeah. It makes you. One of my favorite, um, I think, chopped and screwed song is uh, "Kiss and Pink," ASAP Rocky. Yeah, from yeah. like that first tape that he dropped. That's but, a like, good one. The screwed version is just like a lot better than I just drinking yeah, out yeah. some lean or something. Yeah, like, dude. Oh, bro, it's the best and. You know what's so funny? They they fucking chop and screw everything. If I can make a recommendation, there's a, a chopped and screwed version of Phil Collins in the air tonight. Oh shit. <sighs> shit is nuts. That sounds it fucking so insane. Dude. It's the best. I'm gonna have to listen to that. YouTube shit. is a is a world of wonder and and amazement. It's fucking so cool. You should check it out. When it comes to the visuals that you've been putting out, like are you working with someone? Or are you shooting most of it like on your own? Like uh, no, yeah, I'm shooting it most of my own, and um, I use uh, Final Cut like on my on my MacBook to to cut them together. Just because, um, and and this is just unique to me. Like this isn't a testament to like, oh, you know, nobody wants to fucking nobody wants to buckle down and make a video. I do have a video a videographer, a Dan to the L, who does amazing work. Um, but a lot of times he's very busy. Like he's always traveling to do you know videos for artists all over the country. But I knew that I wanted to drop music sooner than later, so I, I bought a cool like a like a gimbal that I use. Oh, okay, okay. And um, it's dope, man. It has like motion detection and stuff like that. And I I do like um I feel like something that's really uh that's like a proven method to at least increase engagement because you don't even necessarily I I would prefer like a big high, uh high budget you know um like set up and make really cool video, which I will still make. I, I have plans to shoot some videos with Dan uh, very soon, but the, a lot of people are finding a lot of success in just making their own, like the, the TikTok format. Yeah. You know what that's I mean? What I was like say, just yeah. a quick video where you fucking spit some bars, throw a little bit of an effect on it. You know, you don't, you don't need much. And uh, that's, if you got some good lighting. That's yeah. like 95% of it. Go, go to Walgreens, dude. You can get a fucking ring light. You can get, they got that shit at Walmart can get too. Like a stabilizer everywhere. Yep, like yep. this, it, if you, it doesn't take long at all. Like, so that, that's, what's been really cool. And I, I have a, I have a few more videos coming out like that. Um, just cause that, that just for, for right now, that seems to be the way that people are doing things. And it's so ironic because even if like, Fucking look at a Tommy Hilfiger campaign or something like that, 
and it's it's made to be to look like a TikTok or it's made yep, to look yep. like it was filmed on a phone. So that's just the thing right now, and uh, I've I've seen a, a great return on it. You know what I mean? That it it finally gave me a reason to like uh, redo my website, so I have all the videos on there. Um, I put them on my YouTube channel and shit, and uh, get them on the shorts. Boom. Yeah, yeah, get them on the. I need to do that too. And that's what's up. Uh, th- there's this artist that I found like speaking of fucking TikTok and shit of just doom scrolling while yeah. I'm taking a shit mm. forever. Uh, Foggy raw. Yeah, legs falling asleep. <laughs> your fucking you elbows. Got the, you got the red circles here. Yeah. Your knees. <laughs> uh, Foggy raw does a really good fucking job at like. Foggy raw. That's not familiar. He's uh. I don't even know where he's from, dude. But like, if you go to his fucking YouTube or his TikTok or whatever, he has like, he does like. He calls them poems, but it's essentially like a quick Ooh. sixteen. Maybe like a thirty-two or something. Oh, yeah, but like yeah. they're dope. Like yeah. he has one where they like redid Alicia Keys' uh "You Don't Know My Name." The beat. Oh, is it where he's in the Waffle House and shit? Yeah, dude, okay, that, that, dude, shit, that is shit is fire, right? Dope. Oh my god, I've seen that a million times. That's Same. crazy. That one minute and thirty seconds he's so clip. Smooth. I've, I've, yeah, like, I dude. fall in love with him. I want him yeah, to be my man. boyfriend. hundred percent. Come on to the podcast, fucking bro. Yeah, please. And, yeah, and that guy's fucking amazing. Yeah, dude, he's got that shit like super down. Like, mm-hmm. I think he, he put out a couple like since then. Like that was the first one I found, and I was like, "Who is this fucking person, dude?" And like, uh, you know, found his music, music through that and everything. And he's pretty good. I fuck with his shit, but like that style of of just shooting shit into like a condensed, I don't know, minute to like minute and a minute half to thing. Two video. Yeah, yeah, minute to two minute video. Yeah, it's a big um. And I like that, you know what I mean. I, I don't kick the, I don't kick the way that, the you know the the way that the culture is shifting, or whatever. That's that's exciting. Ch- change is good, I think, for the most part, you know, unless unless it's obviously not. But that, that's a different conversation. But when it comes to just like the simple stuff, like the trivial stuff, like how we consume media, how we do this and that, yeah. I mean, it. it my knee jerk reaction a lot of times is going to be, oh, like it's not how it used to be or whatever. But no, like if you. If you peel it back a couple of layers, it's it's just a different version of the same thing. You know, we like when I was a little younger, it was mixtapes, you know. I would fucking you find an artist. Piff, boom. Yeah, that piff. You wanna you find them, you wanna keep them to yourself, but if they're that good, they're just gonna fucking grow. And the medium is just changing, like Foggy Raw. Like so many people have probably found him. TikTok or Twitter where I saw it, that's that's like the new dap piff. You just consume it differently. Yep. And you find it's like, hey, nobody really knows about this guy. I f- I fuck with him heavy, like he's mine, or almost in a way. And uh, that's the that's just the new way that gets done. Um, and so it's still possible, you know. What 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 I find, and, and it's a cool position to be in, is that I I work really hard on my on my music. So I, I know for at least at a basic level, it's it's enjoyable and i try to make it that way because that's just something i'd bro i was trash for so long it was awesome like it's it's a <laughs> it's a great way it's a beautiful realization to have you know and, and i think a lot of times like you can get bitter if you're like damn well like it's me i put all my energy into this i'm i'm me there's only one me like how are you not gonna fucking didn't i felt like that that way before a lot in the past too but it's okay if it sucks you know like that's a good thing because you can just like okay let me try this differently this and that but what's cool is that I do have, there's just a, like a small group of people now that are like, damn, like I fuck with this heavy and, and it's like a cool little secret to have, you know, like, no, nah, you got to check this guy out. Like, I know you fucking haven't heard of him, but you're going to hear this shit and you're going to fucking, you're going to like it, it, you know, and that's, that's great. That's a blessing. I, I fucking, 
like, here's a question that I don't know if I've asked before because I can't recall. Mm -hmm. But, like, what triggered the transition from going from, like, guitar players slash, like, lead singer to, like, hip-hop? That's a good question. I, I always, um, I always rapped, you know. Like, I started recording rap music when I was, like, 14 or something like that. I, I always really enjoyed hip-hop, and um, I I can, I, I credit my dad for that because what, what he kind of showed me from a young age was, like, it, it, well, it was, it was like, specifically heavy metal and hip-hop. So, like, Black Sabbath, Iron Maiden, um, bands like Rush and stuff like that, but also... Like, Beastie Boys, Run DMC, like, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, all that shit. So, I never really had a... M- remember, like, back in the day where it was, like, you like rock or do you like rap? Yeah. You know I mean, not one or the other. It was so silly. But I, I just never, like, had a had a preference. It was just both. I really just enjoyed good music, you know, and, like, that's nice. And um, so, my focus for most of my years wasn't somewhere in between. We started performing when we were, like, fucking 12 or something. Like, it was awesome. We'd play AJs. We'd do, like, radio head covers and stuff. But um, I had always, I really loved playing in the band. And then when, when the when the kind of buzz about, you know, Sib had started to go, and we started to go out of town and play and shit and do South by and stuff, like, that was sick. So I, I always loved it. But, yeah, like, kind of in the later years when I was about 17 when I left Laredo, we had we didn't necessarily go our separate ways because we still had shows booked. So, you know, if we knew we had a show, we would go meet in San Marcos or meet in Austin and, you know, rehearse and get out to it but um on my own time like i i was just making what i thought was really cool like rap and electronic music and stuff started to put it on soundcloud and and it was it was cool it was like during that time in soundcloud where i I don't know what changed about it but if you uploaded a song it would just go out into the ether man and people would listen to it it was like less algorithm yeah and it was just like here is what's being put out yeah the shit would actually like get listened to and like you would find other artists and be like, Hey, I listen to the song. It's dope. Like I, um, there's a lot of artists that I still keep in touch with today from the, the SoundCloud era that are doing great things like, um, Monsta, or you might find him under uh, brother, brother STL, uh, on Instagram, fucking amazing rapper that I, that I would not have found if it wasn't for uh, SoundCloud. We have a lot of songs together, but so yeah, just as like kind of the the schedule for somewhere in between had become less and less. Um, David, the bassist, was going to law school. Um, Cesar, the drummer, was just he he had moved pretty far away. So yeah, I mean, and, and it was never bitter. I, I just I just went to go visit David in Houston the other day. We spent the weekend together. It was awesome. Uh, the other week, I should say. So yeah, we're still very close friends. Um, David is, I mean, he's probably my best friend. You know, because I've known him since I was so young. So I was like ten years old, and. Um, but yeah, there just came a point where I like, yeah, it just kind of goes back to where I don't. Um, and it's not this like weird, like, oh, I have to do this type thing. I just really love making music, you know. And so, yeah, I mean, hip hop just became my thing. Um, it was cool, too, because like people, um, I think like the, the sign of a of a new age artist, you know, like one, one that's like succeeding is one that um has different kind of genres in there, you know, it doesn't know, it's not always straightforward hip hop, but, um, that's something I still like to do, and, yeah, man, it's just fun, like, I just, like, chased after it, and, um, I think I, I did get, it it does, like, it just kind of goes back to me feeling very lucky, because there was just so much hip hop going on in Austin, but, you know, I just started going out to the clubs, started, you know, trying to get spots, and, um, 
it's very it's like it's surreal when people hear your stuff and then go okay i get it like i get what you're trying to do like well i want you to come do that over here you know next week or like i want to get you on this song and it's just like whoa no like really like that's crazy. You're ca- you're fucking picking up what I'm putting down. Bro. Yeah, like it's it's, it's it's nice. I, I still remember being like so, uh, like I was a huge fan of Sib, and I like I remember the last time you guys came to play in Laredo was that Siete Banderas. Yeah, holy shit! And that was the first time I heard you like spit because you I th- like right before you went on or right after y'all yeah. went on, one or the other. Yeah. You did like a verse or or like maybe it was a snippet it of a song. I think I think it was uh Kid Brothers was playing that show too. So they went on before us. It was crazy. Yeah. And yeah, I mean at that point that's kind of what I had been working on a lot and yeah, dude, I just um it's it's cool. Like it's cool to hear a beat or something and then like just hear it like in your head like i just it starts singing itself to you you know and it, it you start was, hearing that muse yeah it was just really fun and it yeah like that's that's why it's hard to like nail down a process because it's just something that it's still there you know what i mean whatever part of the brain it is you know when you when you hear like some music that you like and i'm just like damn okay cool uh, lyrical, spiritual, miracle. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the fucking, yeah, uh, anytime you hear a beat. Um, fuck. I don't know it, but it's on my phone. Yeah. It's right here. Can, actually, can you restart, like, do the video? Just, like, stop it and then restart it? On, on this one, too, please. Yeah, that iPhone shit is hard. Yeah, dude. The the little snips I was getting, like when you guys were on stage, was fucking crazy. Uh, who was your favorite performance, bro, from Friday? Um, Rotter Boy was was really great. Honestly, like I, it's hard for me to choose because um, Lex Curry is so uh, he's so polished, man. Like he's so tight. His uh, his voice is fucking great, and he. He's always had his style. Like it, it's Excellent. evolved. I think it's become like tighter. It's become a little more modern, you know, where where necessary. But that that's just a rapper who has been at it for years and just knows what he's doing. You know, like knows knows what beats to hop on. I know he fucking makes his own beats. Fucking crazy. Yep. And yeah, like that's just a really good example of just like a fucking professional, like great artist. And and Rodder Boy was the same. I know he's been doing it for a long time that's why it's hard for me to choose but yeah i would say i would say those two and um vermin the villain is fucking great like uh, everybody you know on on that lineup was that was a, awesome. a crazy stack lineup like yeah even those kids in the beginning bro luna or whatever yeah, that luna, shit was dope. yeah shout out to him and rsv and all of them um we did like little fucking just minute interviews i tried to get as many of the artists that i did like before like the same way we did like with everyone so, you know, hopefully I got some good shit, but it, it was cool to see like new, just like new blood in the sense that like, they're just, yeah, go for it, go for it. Like, they're just like about it. Like, they're like, fuck it. I'm, I'm driven as fuck to like do it and I don't care. Yeah. I, and I like seeing that shit. It was fucking dope. It is. And, um, it's just nice that people like Franco are, uh still going at it you know still providing a platform for for artists to come and perform because that's really that's really all you need man like you it really goes back to like build it and they will come there uh and it's so beautiful because 
in this age where people more often than not are just kind of kind of do what the wherever the culture is moving in like everybody um and it's crazy there's tons of tiktok stars in laredo i didn't even know I'm yeah like, yeah we recently uh met one of them like he's been going to the open mics and stuff really uh, yeah which um, one juan emilio juan emilio that's uh, what's his tiktok name do you know on it's juan emilio right it's on tiktok the same thing but he does like sketches and shit like wow. short like that's fucking dope. And he's he's a pretty funny guy. We've been trying to like have him on the podcast too, but Vato's never around. <laughs> always in San Antonio or some shit. I don't know. I was busy. Yeah, always busy. But like I, it feels again like just a little taste of what I got on Friday. It reminded me a lot of like where the creativity was in Laredo right before the pandemic struck. Yes. You know what I mean? It had mm-hmm. like that same fucking vibe. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was the alcohol talking or not, but hey, like the fucking just, it was great. Like we, you know, went to fucking ghost house, walked around like the fucking little strip, whatever the fuck you want to call it downtown. Hey, Cultura came back and it was just like, okay, like there's signs of life again. Mm-hmm. And then the music is just, and that's just like, I haven't gone out to any other show in such a long fucking time. Like I said, like that was the first one I'd gone to in a minute. But if that's where like rap or like hip hop, whatever you want to call it, is at right now, I'm kind of curious to see like where everything else was. Because like right before the pandemic struck, I feel like rock and like alternative or um, pop, pop, punk or whatever the fuck you want to call it, like it was so prevalent and like so many different bands doing a whole lot of stuff and hip-hop was a little bit more like nebulous or it wasn't yeah. as concrete or like put together as it as it was like from what i just saw this last friday i think and now it's kind of feel like the hip-hop artists are coming together a lot more yeah at least for me all right yeah yeah it, it feels great man it feels good i think so too and um I, yeah and i think it just goes to show that um bro this Laredo has grown so much you know and I, I'm so happy not and the thing not that I'm a fucking authority to speak on this thing it's just like saying what I feel about it I'm I'm still very happy with um what downtown has turned into like it was it, it's wherever it started I know that the the city government and stuff was that was kind of the the deal where we want to make it the spot even even if it is just a bunch of clubs and stuff like that like it, it's so nice to see where it went as opposed to what it was before where i mean if you just wanted to go get some like fucking bootleg gundam wing toys and shit you know like back in the day or if you want to pick up some hookers after sundown yeah real quick like that's what it was pretty much mm-hmm. a, a skate shop in the middle of all of that yeah universal sports and uh what was the other expos one? expos 2000 that was where we would fucking go get like Grip tape and yeah. fucking wheels decks the whole cool thing bro too like I, oh yeah i remember that yeah, I got my first skateboard at Universal Sports. And e- even that's a good example of just, like, there's people who are willing to, like, do the legwork. Like, dude, how do you get a fucking a shorties or, like, a flip deal to get them to ship boards down here and shit like that? Yeah, to, like, a random-ass fucking yeah. spot, too. Like, it's not even what it's known for. In the early 2000s and yep, shit. Yep. Like, that's that's crazy. At the, at the height of, uh, I don't know, uh, but... The barracks has done a really good job in keeping that alive. Yeah, yeah. That's neither here nor there, right? The but real skaters are uh, still skating. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. People that I knew back when, like, I would skate or whatever the yeah. fuck, like, some of them are still doing that shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, they actually just had, like, a whole battle at the barracks with, like, a Laredo type thing. Uh, so, like, shout out to Junior Cervantes. Or oh, Juan. nice. Like, he put all of that together, I think, right? At least he was the face of it. I kept seeing it pop up, like, on my feed and everything. So, that's I was like, damn, it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, like, stuff like that is cool. It's grown to that degree. It has, yeah. And my, my little brother, Matthew uh, Whips, he, he's never stopped skating. And uh, he lives in Austin, too. And he's he's doing, he's done video work already. And, and they freelance it. So, like, if you, there's a lot of, like, amateur and pro skateboarders that live in Austin. But my, my brother has done, uh, like, skate parts for Nike, for Thrasher already. Damn. And it's um, it's just so nice to, to see that uh, anything is possible. You know, like, you can... It doesn't matter where you come from, you know. You just gotta want it, and it, it'll happen. Want it fucking hard enough. Same, same thing happen. with this fucking beautiful podcast setup. The fact that you all have managed to like prevail throughout the years. Like, if if you can't do the podcast here, you find another place to do it. I've gone to your fucking house to do podcasts. True, true. Like it's yeah. it's it's fucking dope. And I think I'm glad we were able to make this work because I, I missed y'all a lot. And I I was so excited like when when I finally met y'all and um. I don't know. Like it's just like uh, for for a while, um, you you feel like an outsider a bit. But like uh, I think I clicked with you and Rogers so quickly, and it was just it's so weird how we didn't know each other before. It's, it's yeah, I know, right? Like, and was, like again, like the only like I knew of you, and just because like I would fucking go see Sib whenever I had the chance to, if you guys were playing here or something. But I was always like that guy. Is fucking talented, bro. Oh, thanks, man. And I was like a hater, Hell but yeah. like in a good way. Like I hate fuck, myself. You're so talented. Like <laughs> I, I fucking hate you. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Nah, I feel you, bro. No nah, problem. but but yeah, like it, it was just cool as fuck to like finally get together and shit. And like when you started like making rap and everything, I was like, bro, like that's. I don't know. I to me, like from the outside looking in, it was just cool as fuck to see like how the talent just did translate like you know i mean like Thank not that you. now knowing the story you shared it was like I mean, you were always like one foot in one and one foot in the other yeah not not i didn't know that right so like to me it just looked like oh this dude is just tra- i was curious i was curious to see i was like so i remember that last performance that you guys did at that venue and i was like what so like i guess he's rapping now and i think caleb uh the drummer from los Angeles, he was like oh yeah oh yeah dude check out his soundcloud and i was like oh okay let me look at it there and like I think maybe, like, Prelude to Life was, like, one of the yeah. ones that you had at that time. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, damn, dude, like, the sound is fucking badass. And so it, it's been a treat to watch it progress how it has. It's amazing. Thank and you, man. Like, I appreciate that. I don't know. No. I'm, I'm going to take your dick out of my mouth for a second. <laughs> no, no worries. I do not mind. Yeah, yeah no, no. no. I, I just, like, I want to make sure that, and this is true for, like, all my friends that so happen to be doing whatever it is, like, whether it's, like, music or photography, videography, like, anything in that lane, anything in, like, a creative scene, like, it's always awesome to see, like, the progression, and, like, I always try to show love because there's so many people that don't, like, yeah, dude, remember, I'm gonna steal J-Ram's whole thing with, like, the two hip or whatever, but, (laughs) um, that was one of the things that was, like, Laredo was known for, is, like, you're too, too cool to, like, show love, and it's it's cool to hate. Yeah, and I'm like nah, like, what for? Like, well, let's you think you're cool? Yeah. You think uh, you think you're doing something? 
but yeah. you're not. Yeah, dude. You fucking loser. It's it's in all of us. Like a lot of times, and and yeah, especially when I was younger too. Like, you know, it's like it's there's so much land. Like you don't there, there's so much space. Like that, that they're not always having to step on your toes. You know, yeah. like it's it's not in. And you all have done such a great job of like, of highlighting, not just music, dude. You've I've fucking seen you highlight businesses, highlight other podcasts, help others fucking launch their own platforms and shit. Like, and and, and that's how it should be, bro. Like, there's enough there's enough shine out here for all of us. There's enough money out here for for everybody. There's an abundance of everything. Yeah, it's already been printed. You just got to go out and get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, they it. just print that shit. That's yeah, how it is. It is. There's it's no gold just, standard. Nope. Fort Knox is empty. Yep, <laughs> Fort Knox is empty. It's all fiat currency. Oh yeah, it's a bunch of people. IOUs. No, I'm kidding. Don't yeah. this is not financial advice. Oh, hey. I'm kidding. <laughs> but fuck, man. Putin was right. No. Putin no. was right. <laughs> There's Nazis in the Ukraine. Did you know that is not the Ukraine? It's like not. It's just Ukraine. Ukraine. Nah. But it sounds so weird saying it that way. That's the the left wing liberal media. Yeah, just the Ukraine. Yeah, they take see they they took our the. Yeah, man. Them, it's a they them. <laughs> they crane. <laughs> they crane. Oh, I don't no. know. That's a joke. Please. Yeah, this is hey. <laughs> don't forget. This is also a comedy podcast. Kind yeah. Of. Come on. It, at least it's it's like hosted by two comedians and then uh, a regular succession of guest co-hosts that are also comedians mm-hmm. so have you been doing stand-up yeah man really? yeah um i have a little bit more seriously I actually just had like my first like 10 minute spot what? a couple of weeks back and uh it went well surprisingly uh, i was like oh that's shit great you're funny boy. thank you thank you, you. i appreciate that i appreciate that and um like it, it's hard bro because this booth was really fucking funny dude and yeah. like I get that vibe. Like mm-hmm. the strong me. silent type. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing work or some shit back there. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, you're good on me. Nah, but it, it, it's hard way cuz like the people that I hang out with that also do comedy, right? Like Ivan or Roger, like they're fucking good. Like yeah. And dude. I'm just like, fuck. You know, so like, that that'll push you, no? Yeah, for well, sure. I want to see your stand up so bad, bro. Oh, I want to see it. Oh, Ooh, shit. tons of What's the what's the baby joke? Oh, yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Oh, Lord. I haven't done that in a minute. <laughs> I haven't done that in a minute. And the last time I did it, this is everybody's like, that's such not a good joke. And then Roger and this other comedian, Sarah, made me tell it to them when uh, we were doing like a, a live stream. And I did. And I they started I, fucking I laughing. I was watching, and I was yeah. like, you see, it is a fucking good joke. Don't tell me it's not. It's just funny. But like people, like people are not like they don't have that kind of humor. So I'll be like, what the fuck? This yeah, I know. I love like, you have to understand. Yeah, because yeah. The, the, the joke isn't about, like, the baby. It's about the absurdity yeah, of the entire of situation. Yeah, of course not. Like, oh, bro. And I lo- but see, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. For real, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. I, I, but see, I love... I think what's cool that's kind of come, like, uh, come from that is I love comedy that, like, pushes the envelope because it's just so... It's and the thing. It's just my opinion. Like I'm not gonna fucking crack. Like, uh, what's the word? Like a tasteless joke or something? Yeah, or no, like not like that. Like I'm not gonna knock anybody. That, oh, baby, you know, okay, whatever. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, you know, I mean, if if that's just if it goes in your head and it makes you mad, what the fuck can I do about that? But I love recognizing when a comedian is doing that. It's so funny, especially in like the. The new climate or whatever, you know, because like yeah, where everyone's scared th- to say anything. Yeah, and and it's a fine line. It's a fine line because I love I get, and I guess it's just me because I this is just how I am. But like, 
I fucking love it when somebody says some shit they're not supposed to say. That shit is the best. Because it's like, fuck you, whatever. And, and again, like, w- within taste. Like, I yeah, think like... The, if you're not blatantly racist or, like, if yeah. you're not blatantly fucking... If you don't, like, fucking... Like, if you really mean this shit, okay? <laughs> like, yeah, you can tell. But, like, if you know someone's joking, that's great. And I love it when... I love comedy like that. And then also, at the same time, like, on the other hand of it, I think that there's, like, a... There's a genre of comedians as well. Like kind of bigger comedians, like I, I don't know, I don't know who to name per se, but like they're like fucking like fuck cancel culture, like it's the fucking thing. I'm like, it's not that bad. Like you just gotta fucking like yeah. if like you it, do it well. I think the yeah. majority people are, are like, like receptive right, to yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but yeah, dude. So like, I had my first ten minute spot, and it was cool because like right before then, like I think I'll I'll, t- I'll be completely fair or like critical of myself when it comes to comedy because like you know i'm just trying to be as real as i can be but like i consistently try like new stuff every time that there is a, an open mic mm-hmm. and th- i know that there's some bits that i've had that have worked and like i'll just pocket them away because i'm like okay like yeah. that's 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 um yeah, build a set yeah all right so like that's good like we don't have to really touch on that or whatever and so a lot of the times like i'll just eat shit on stage Good. right like yeah exactly <laughs> and I'm, I'm like fuck but when they asked me to come out to that showcase or whatever and like actually do a 10 minute set mm-hmm. i had never done more than five like the only other showcase that i've been on was uh like way back like pre-pandemic at the happy hour where i was hosting but hosting is more fun to me at least because like you have a lot of wiggle room to just mm-hmm. like you know, keep the vibe up and like fuck with the crowd a little bit or whatever, as opposed to like, I am, I have your attention for fucking 10 minutes. Like, yeah. Oh shit, this is crazy. And, um, so like the week before in preparation of, you know, hit a mic went well, the 10 minute set went well, the mic immediately after that. Oh, I got asked to do like a guest spot. I think like a week last week. Was it last week? Yeah. Last week, last, um, uh, Last weekend, I got asked to do like a random guest spot. Acultura, there, yeah. there was like a, That's a spot, man. It, it really is. It really is. It's it's a fucking great spot here, and fucking did great. Like killed. I was like, oh shit, That's but like wonderful. that was probably the best set that I've ever had. Right, like that. Just that five minutes. Yeah, this guy's like fuck yeah, <laughs> like by far. <laughs> it, it was really yeah. funny. Like That's great, and it, and it was good, and and so I was kind of really feeling like oh fuck yeah like i got my feet under me and then fast forward to like this past thursday where i co-hosted the second half of the mic drop right the the open mic that's our cultura uh normally it's roger and franny but you know franny had to has a play or some shit so i stepped in and it's it was the halloween mic and usually like those are fun because everyone's like dressed up everyone's like wants to fuck around like you know what i mean like it's a little bit more open Eight shit like badass eight shit like quiet i think there was like one bit at the v- opening of the set that i did that like got laughs and then it was just like straight up silence and <laughs> people are mean bro. <laughs> it, it was <laughs> nah, like, i deserved it I, I wasn't doing great like i i didn't really prepare with anything uh, and i didn't want to just go back and do the stuff that i knew mm-hmm. you know, although maybe that might have been the play because you know the crowd was like it was you. a good sizable crowd so i was like yeah. you know just bust it out fuck it play like uh like acted out play yeah like they had their who did a play um lc i guess put some shit together that's cool yeah and it was like what, an open what, casting what call so 
Like Sweeney Todd or what was it? I Just don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'll be real. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, Franny. I'm oh, sorry. I had a bunch of theater kids come out. <laughs> What's up? <There> <laughs> hey, where, where's our representation? I know. <laughs> Shit, bro. Not here. Yeah, That's where. <laughs> Uh, and so yeah, it, it was it was a good humbling experience to not be funny again yeah. after like being cool. funny for three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's that that's so ballsy, dude. I have such a respect for that because oh yeah, that is um, stand up comedy sounds so much scarier than performing music or rapping or whatever because like that's. That's a that's a art form. Like, dude, I fucking love yeah, sure. stand up comedy. Before before I even really wanted to be a musician, like I just I wanted to be George Lopez. Like I don't know. Like that <laughs> dude, was just I think my we thing. all did at yeah, a certain point. Like, like I was when I was like in elementary school or like early middle school, I would like write bits and stuff and That's the, crazy. Yeah, I, I don't like, think I ever went that far, but the the <laughs> thought of like getting up in front of people and just having the mic and talking, no music, no nothing like that is I have a great respect for anybody who does that. And it's that's good to hear that you're fucking putting yourself out there and it's going well in some cases. Right, in some yeah. cases. And more often than not, it doesn't. But it, it, I still have fun at the end of the day. Yeah, and homie. That's fucking dope. I, I love it either way. But shit, what time are we at? One six. All right, all right. We're good, we're good. Yeah. Um, there was one other thing that I wanted to get into and now I'm I, drawing a blank. Oh, yeah, yeah. Huh. Um... Where's Ojo at? What do we do? We anticipate anything new coming out? What's that looking like? Good question. Um, we're we're all still friends, so like we talk a bunch and uh, we, we hang out still. Este, right now the focus, um, at least like as as far as Ojo is concerned, we, we actually have some music put away. So I I know at some point, uh, once like each of us kind of puts a little more stuff out, because um. Zones is working on some new shit. You need to go check out Zones' Instagram. He's putting out some really cool videos that he's been working on. Uh, Tay, as well, is um, he's performing in Houston a lot. And uh, I'm actually uh, I'm doing some beats for him. Oh, fuck yeah. So, yeah, we're all just kind of focusing on solo stuff right now. And Slevin, dude. Me and Slevin have actually been, for the past couple months, uh, he's doing... Oh, I don't know if we can reveal this. Well, I think... It'll, I don't know if it w- I don't know if he wants to be a su- if he wants it to be a surprise, but Slevin and I, what I can say, have been working on a solo project for him because Slevin has put out singles for years now. He's the one who kind of fostered me into the Austin rap scene because everybody already knew who Slevin was, yeah, because uh, his song "Smoke Break." If you haven't heard it, you should check it out. But that's like a that's like one of the Austin hip hop anthems. Fucking, they, co- they call Slev "Smoke Break" all the time, but he um, has never put out an actual project like a oh, fully shit. formed project and over the years this is like the third time we've actually like attempted to um put out a project for him but it just kind of never felt right because he does a a really good mix of different music Slevin before he started rapping he's kind of like me he was in a metal band they were called the the something darlings they're from Bryan, texas and they were actually pretty big like they were they toured all over the country they oh shit they fucking like open for some really big bands, and uh, so that that was Slev's thing for a long time. So what um, he has a really good mixture of music that he's been trying to put out, and that's kind of what he told me this time around. He's like, I don't. He's like, yes, yeah. so like I want to do hip hop, of course, but I want to be able to like bring it all together. So yeah, dude, we've been uh, I've been producing um, a project for him. It's gonna okay. be like seven or eight tracks, and that's probably gonna come out. I'm thinking in November. 
So that's yeah, that that's kind of where we're at right now. And and I think once we have Slevin's project out, I do want to put a project out as well. Um, we're, then we're gonna you kind of bring it back uh, to to Ojo. South by is coming up, so definitely by by the time South by comes around, um, we want to be a little more organized and and ready to play some shows. But at this point, yeah, we're we're just doing solo stuff. Uh, it's it's super cool because we'll we ultimately like always have something to work on. So I think what's what's cool about Ojo, like w- when we came into it, what we wanted it to be was like almost our um, our black hippie, like with uh, gotcha. like Kendrick and stuff like that. Yeah. So like they're not super active all the time, but when they drop a song, you're like, oh, cool. Like, I, like, I want to check this you shit got out. A, you got a fucking jam-packed lineup on a track. Like, oh, yeah, shit. It's pretty cool. So, yeah, yeah th- there's definitely some stuff in the vault that we want to put out. And um, when the time is right, probably in a couple months or something like that, uh, we want to get together and, you know, make, make some new shit. Fuck yeah, that's dope. Yeah. No, and you mentioned South by, and that's something that um, the festival itself, like you guys going as Ojo, or are you trying to get in also like an individual spots? That's a good question. So there's um, there's somebody who I know that works in South by, so they have a they have a showcase, and and that's how I was able to kind of like get us an in last time around, like with an official artist badge and all that. Where being that I kind of u- use that connection to leverage a spot for Ojo, what I'm hoping to do, and I think it's okay because it's just something I, I want to do before it's too late, is I, I'm going to see about leveraging uh, for sure like a, a some showcases just of me because I've never done that before. The only times I've uh, performed at South By was like in an unofficial capacity or if some if there's another artist that like asked me to come and do a couple songs like I'll, I'll do that but to like have my own like fucking artist and press badge uh for South by Southwest I know would be a really huge opportunity so that's what I'm kind of working towards right now um just to kind of give myself a chance to like do the festival um on my own and then what's cool is that if like Zones Tay and Slevin if they if they want to, you know, they'll 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 push to get on South by as well, and then we can still do like uh, Ojo sets. It's 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 actually been a long time since I've done a show anywhere in Austin, like even outside of South by, and I'll invite the guys over, you know, and we'll do like one or two songs. So that that's what's cool about it too is that it's like interchangeable in a way, and like we kind of help lift each other up like that. But yeah, for for South by, uh, th- in twenty twenty three, I do want to try and like get signed on as a solo artist, but. Oko will be there for sure. Like, Fuck yeah, dude. That's what's up. I think awesome. like in, in terms of like the solo artist par- portion of it, it's definitely justifiable. Yeah. 100%. Like the work is there. You know, they'd be dumb not to let you on there. I don't Thanks, know. Thanks, man. That's just me. I appreciate that. That's just me. Yeah. It's just a lot, it's a lot of politics. and But that's what's cool. Like it, um, another thing that it goes back to is like if, if throughout the year, you know, and like you're not scrambling to where like the fucking month before South by you're fucking DMing people like, oh, how do I do this? Like, if you're active throughout the year, if you're working with people, um, by the time it comes around, you know, somebody's going to have the connection. Somebody's going to have an in and say, hey, you know, I know I know Nick is, like, dependable. I know he'll put on a good show. And, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll ask you to be a part of it. So, uh, Austin, I think, uh, like, a lot of um, a bad rep that Austin gets is that, like, there's all these circles and stuff. And, yeah, there is. There's circles everywhere, you know, but... True. That's why you gotta True. fucking put yourself out there, you know, and uh, 
that that is something that also pays off big time is just um being open like it takes um you don't have to be the star all the time you know what i mean like if somebody just needs a feature or somebody just needs a beat this and that 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 really does go a long way and uh, i'm i'm very happy that i've been kind of open you know to do stuff like that Fuck yeah, dude. Well, I guess we could wrap it up here, man. I I really appreciate you taking the time. I know you were just here for like the weekend and everything, oh, so no it worries. means a lot that you were able to come through and fucking chop it up and shit. I Hell hope we yeah. do it again soon. And shit, dude, I hope I see you on South by for fucking 2023. That'd be fire. Yes, sir, Ski, thank you for having me. Y'all need to keep supporting this fucking show. This is the best podcast in the world. This is actually probably like one of my favorite podcasts like ever. I listen to y'all so much. Thank you. Thank is you. Is this thank you. Bill I Burr? That. And uh, Fly on the Wall. You, have you heard that one? I, I don't think I've heard about Fly on the Wall. Yeah, it's with Dave, Dana Carvey and David Spade. And oh, they, they okay, just have okay. People from SNL come on. But yeah, like th- this is this is really good quality content, and I'm really proud that uh, y'all are doing it in Laredo. And it's always it's always an honor to be on here because I'm a fan. I'm a f- I really I am. appreciate you. I'm a fan of everything that you've done so far. But shit, if you guys haven't already checked out Nick's Nick's music or anything like please take the time to do so I think he's very talented that's just my own opinion and he's got some fucking bangers hey got some fucking bangers uh but anything you want to plug or anything before we wrap it up uh yeah uh go check out I want that purple um there's a a mailing list that you should subscribe to to get a lot of um kind of exclusive stuff because it's it's like it's building nicely like it's building a little better than I thought so what I want to do in the coming months is like do uh, exclusive music drops like merch drops and stuff like that so yeah go to i want that purple stuff.com scroll to the bottom type in your email and uh, you'll get everything first there you guys have it and uh for us shit oh we postponed uh 4df for november because uh, i know rogers got some shows this first weekend uh by the time you guys are hearing this uh it'll be like at least november the 4th so this this weekend nice um but yeah we'll make sure we keep you guys updated on that we're probably gonna move it to like the second week of november uh patreon.com slash aotv cast instagram all that stuff you guys already know uh share this shit with your friends we love you bye everybody